Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Ghost on the Water. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. On September 22, 1983, 23-year-old Tammy Oldham's life would change forever, but not in the way that she thought. Young and expert sailor and newly engaged, she thought that setting sail from the Papaete Harbor in Tahiti would be a fun, symbolic step into the new chapter of her life. Or, according to The Sun, quote, For loved-up young adventurer Tammy Oldham, Sailing a yacht across the Pacific with her sexy fiancé was meant to be 4,000 miles of sun-kissed bliss. Well, you're listening to this episode because, of course, this event didn't go according to Tammy's plan. Today we're talking about a harrowing story that has stuck with sailors and Hollywood screenwriters for decades. The survival story of Tammy Oldham Ashcraft. Tammy Lee Oldham grew up a happy, athletic child in Point Loma, California, about 20 minutes outside of downtown San Diego. Like a lot of native San Diegans, she loved the ocean, her blonde hair bleached by the sun and her skin always tan from long days swimming on the Pacific. In fact, she loved the water so much that when she graduated from Point Loma High School, she went to the University of the Pacific Ocean, and after graduating from there, she became a bosun, which is a ship's officer in charge of equipment and crew. I had to look that up. For a year and a half after college, the young Tammy worked on a 123-foot square rigger called the Mayaluga that crossed through the Pacific, picking up lots of information about navigating oceanic life and her newfound career. She said in an interview, quote, I love the long passages and going across the oceans, getting into the rhythm, doing the navigation, and watching the weather. It was on the Mayaluga rigger that Tammy met Richard Sharp, a handsome 34-year-old sailor. Richard was from Cromwell, England, and the two fell hard for one another. Richard and Tammy worked another month together on the Mayaluga, and eventually he proposed. Tammy, of course, said yes. The two disembarked in Papaiti, Tahiti, with a plan. This plan involved Peter and Christine Crompton of Southampton, England. Longtime friends of Richard Sharp, the couple asked Richard to sail their yacht, the Hazana, to San Diego, California. 
The Cromptons were tired of cruising and wanted to get the boat to California so they could finally sell it. Of course, the 23-year-old accompanied her fiancé on the journey. On September 22, 1983, Richard Sharp and Tammy Oldham set sail on the Hazana, bound for Southern California. Their trip started out pretty calm, not perfect, but definitely something the young but seasoned sailors could handle. But soon, things changed. In early October, a Category 4 hurricane, called Hurricane Raymond, was traveling their way, and it was moving fast. According to Tammy, quote, About two weeks in, we were just north of the equator when we heard the tropical depression down by Panama. Then this system started coming westerly and grew in intensity. We were trying to get into the safe area, but the hurricane was traveling so fast by that time. They attempted to outrun Hurricane Raymond by sailing north, battling 120-mile-per-hour winds and 40-foot waves, trying desperately to keep the yacht afloat. The deadly hurricane seemed to almost be stalking the young couple, changing direction as quickly as the Hazana did, following the boat quickly and violently. Says Tammy, quote, Normally they'll take a turn and peter out up by the Baja in Mexico, but it was an El Nino year and the water was so warm that it just kept heading west. It was going so fast that we couldn't get out of its way, and it ended up hitting us big time. Hurricane Raymond continued to be on the Hazana's tail until October 12, 1983. The two, exhausted from sailing, knew they needed a break. Tammy says, quote, It's terrifying. You can't even fathom it unless you've been through one. It's very stressful on the body. You're scared for one thing, as you don't really know what you're in for, and then the complete pounding of the boat. She also said that the experience had been grating on the couple psychologically. They were constantly panicked, paranoid, and exhausted. Quote, We didn't have any sails up. We just had the engine on. We were going up and over these massive seas, becoming airborne and falling down on the back of them. The whole boat would shudder. I kept thinking, oh my God, what if one of the portholes go? What are we going to do then? It was at that point on the 12th of October that Richard sent Tammy below deck to rest. He used his safety line to tether himself to the yacht in an attempt to ride out the storm and keep the boat afloat. Before she went down below deck, Tammy looked back into the, quote, electric blue eyes of her handsome fiancé and remembers seeing fear. Richard did his best to mask his fear, giving Tammy a reassuring wink as she headed downstairs to get a little rest. Soon after, from the cabin below, Tammy would experience a moment she would never forget. From inside that boat, Tammy was thrown against the wall, slamming her head. Before she lost consciousness, she heard her fiancé screaming, Oh my God, from above. For 27 hours, Tammy lay in the boat's cabin unconscious. On October 13th, she finally came to, and weakly, again, 27 hours later, crept above deck. Richard would often secure himself to the boat with a safety harness to make sure he wasn't being thrown into the ocean. Says Tammy, quote, We felt like we were handling it, bobbing up and over these big seas and holding on until it passed. But then there would be these rogue waves that would come from a slightly different direction and cause pockets where the waves would become more like shorebreakers, breaking on you. When Tammy finally went up to the deck, she realized the force that knocked her unconscious was the boat capsizing. And then she discovered Richard's safety line hanging off the edge of the boat, without her fiancé attached. His life raft, she realized, was down below. Quote, Richard didn't have a life jacket on when he was at the helm, which was such a shame. He'd taken it off trying to get water and had left it down below. It was an overlooked thing. We had a lot to think about. The man she was planning on spending the rest of her life with was gone, and Tammy would never see him again. On that note, let's take a break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. 
If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, hello, how are you? Hello. How are you doing? You doing okay? It's almost New Year's. It's almost New Year's. We are going forward the end we of are spiraling <laughs> spiraling down up crisis. what does it mean which direction are you going you tell us is it good is it bad tough jubilant jubilant what's that word i don't know we want to say hello to anyone who's listening supporting the show spreading mm-hmm. the good word yes yes Even reviews yes. got one review to read today it's an interesting one yeah oh yeah it's an interesting one that'll be fun and before we do that, we want to say hello to our government. Yes, of course. Our government. Of course. Where would we be? What would we do? Who would we give our tax money to? I can't even answer that question. I don't want to think about it. In the house, the mayors. <laughs> With a New Year's resolution to rock. Cat <laughs> Joselle. Hello. With a New Year's resi to journal more. Oh. <laughs> Charlie Gilbert. Hello. With the New Year's resolution to get her groove back. Oh, hell yeah. Ashley Matson. Hello. And with the New Year's resolution to not want, but only to give. Mm. Our governor leading the most interesting life. Absolutely. It's like, I just like, where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah. How are you doing Tell it? me everything. What, yeah. Do you have a cult? We will join it. I'm already joined up. I'm watching every story just hoping that I can somehow get more glam in my life. I mean, there's a reason she is governor. Absolutely. Avian Noble. Noble. So you want no ads, no chit-chat, bonus episodes. Bonus episode is up. Took me a little while. Had some issues that then didn't want to post it on Christmas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bit of a bummer uh, for Christmas. I mean, unless depending on your Christmas. Maybe you're looking to be bummed. That would have been great, but it's up there now. You don't want to listen to ads. You don't want to mess around. No. No, 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 no. Head on over to patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Patreon said they were going to... do a thing where they're going to have it where you can be, be contested for seven days. Hmm. So that might be coming up soon whenever they release cool. it to 
us. So this way, if you want to just check it out and see what it's like to listen to no ads, no chit-chat, bonus episodes, get you hooked on the stuff. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. You love that stuff. $2 a month isn't crazy, but I get no, it. It's yeah, an, exactly. I understand, I understand. Exactly. But, uh, you know, you don't want those ads. No one does. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. And here's one little review. <laughs> and thank you to anyone who's who's left a review uh, on any any of the platforms. Yeah. You know, start the new year outright by leaving us a really good review. We don't mind being lied to. I, I embrace it. I don't people are like, oh, L.A., everyone's so fake. They're not fake enough. No, honestly, give it to me. I genuinely like this podcast. Five stars. Mm. I like how there's some short episodes and some long ones. I drive for a job, so I get to listen to this often. I don't mind the chit-chat, and sometimes it can be funny. Hmm. Sometimes it sucks, which is <laughs> Sometimes. Not wrong. No, 50-50 split. It was initially jarring <laughs> when I found out that they are older than I thought they were. <laughs> I guess we kind of catfished with our voices. With our supple, youthful voices. Jason and Rebecca sound like they're in their early to mid-20s. Hell yeah. But then they mentioned offhand about being in college a few decades ago. I don't know why we said a few decades ago. I don't know when that happened. I don't think happened. we've ever put it that way. No, why would we do that? But, but I love it. I love it. She just crunched the numbers. Just crunched, don't, don't. Crunching the numbers and was like, yeah. They certainly sound younger than they are. I've been listening to this for a little over six months now, and I wanted to write a review because I like listening to them talking about the reviews. Got, got us. We do too. I wanted you to read a positive review because I genuinely enjoy the show that you do. That oh. is from SB944966 in Canada. I love that. Thank I love you. that. That's a beautiful thing. Very specific, and I appreciate it. It really gives me a little bit of a confidence boost. I'll say that. Don't look at me, but listen to me. I have also been getting some messages about P22 um, and different parts of California where they have similar... Uh, naming systems and uh, similar wildlife. And I really, really appreciate that. That is an episode that is, I, I'm sure I mentioned it near and dear to my heart and was uh, very bittersweet, but also felt good to put together. So thank you for those messages. Also, tarot reads are coming, I promise, before the year is out. That's not many days to wait. Well, let's go back onto the Pacific to see what is happening with our hero, Tammy Oldham. On the high seas, it is October 13th, and Tammy Oldham has just woken up from 27 hours of unconsciousness. Her husband was cast off into the sea, presumed dead. But despite being shocked and injured, she also realized that she had to take inventory of the ship and figure out some kind of a plan. Tammy looks through the Hosanna and figures out that the cabin is half flooded, the masts broken off the yacht, the navigation system broken again, along with the long wave radio. But the short wave radio works. So she desperately calls for help to no avail. Quote, I was on the radio every 15 minutes sending out for a mayday. But that was the VHF radio, the short wave radio. So somebody would have to be in the area. And there was nobody out there. Oldham rigged a makeshift sail from a broken spinnaker pole and storm jib, a triangular sail, and fashioned a pump to slowly drain the cabin of water. She realized that no matter how well the pump worked, if she wanted to live, she would have to steer a half-sunken ship to the nearest shore, a near-impossible feat. Due to the boat damage and the local wind conditions, she determined that her original route to San Diego was no longer viable and decided instead to head to Hawaii. 
After five days, her one lifeline, the shortwave radio, went dead. It was just Tammy, the boat, the sky, and the ocean. Tammy was forced to navigate the yacht manually with the help of a sextant, a navigation instrument that measures the angular distance between two visible objects, usually a planet in the sky and the horizon. But what Tammy really needed was a watch. Still, she forged forward. She took all the canned food from the life raft and the boat and rationed her food. It was only enough for a week, barely. Scared, she realized she might need many, many more days than that. Tammy also kept a meticulous log. Quote, I wrote in the log all the time. I tried to keep a record of the days because if I didn't make it, I wanted some kind of record if the boat was floating out there. I didn't want my family to never know what happened to me. Reading back over it later, my mind was so fragile. I went all over the place, being out there for so long. When I didn't have any wind, I blamed Satan. I prayed a lot. I'm not really a religious person. I believe in the universe and higher powers, but I did pray a lot. I wanted to live. Soon Tammy realized she needed more than a sextant to help save her. And she got lucky. Really lucky. One day, Tammy found a watch she thought she had lost in the ocean, hiding under a pile of wreckage. The watch and the sextant were the only tools that would give Tammy, 23, a sense of timing and direction on the 1,500-mile journey to Hawaii. As the days wore on, so did her psyche. Tammy began to hallucinate, and her main vision was her dead fiancé. She began seeing Richard all around her. She even made a giant doll version of Richard to keep her company. Quote, I had a pillow with his shirt and his guitar. I slept with his shirt. I never touched the line that he departed from. I would just sit and talk to him, and I would hear him encouraging me. While she truly thought he was there with her at times, she was also constantly searching for him, panicked that he was still alive out there. She would look out on the horizon, on the water, and clutch her own version of Richard for support. She also heard other voices around her, sometimes Richard, sometimes something entirely different. She heard one unidentified voice three separate times. Maybe it was the head injury or the fear or the psychology of being alone at sea, but the voice encouraged her. She followed the directions of its words, maybe thinking that it was a good voice. Says Tammy, quote, I've asked the voice to come back, but I never heard from it again. The voice kept me on track. I just followed it. But by day 39 at sea, things were getting dark, literally and figuratively. Surviving on meager portions of canned food, peanut butter, and fruit cocktail, Tammy wanted to end her life. Earlier, two ships had passed her by, and then a low-flying helicopter didn't see the desperate woman waving from below. I had seen the island way in the distance, and I couldn't figure out if it was clouds or if it was actually the island. And then the clouds came back, and I couldn't see any more. A small military aircraft flew over me very low and didn't see me. I couldn't believe it. As the final aircraft passed Tammy by, she fantasizes about killing herself so desperately that at one point she loaded a rifle and stuck it in her mouth. But a not-so-mysterious voice kept her focus, the voice of Richard Sharp. Quote, My mind was just so fragile. I'd seen two ships before and then this airplane, and nobody saw me. I was going to end it, but Richard's voice was just saying, No. No, don't do that. You're almost there. Go out and look. So I went back out, and sure enough, the clouds were gone, and there was the island in the distance. I thought, oh my God, I've got to pull it together. She goes on to say, the survival instinct was very strong. I wanted to survive. I didn't want to die. Even with the grief that I felt for Richard, he was rooting me on too, cheering with me and helping me. 
It's harder to lie back and hope someone rescues you. I'm more proactive than that. And I'm glad I am because nobody was out there. Until November 22nd, when Tammy spotted land. She had reached Hilo, Hawaii, and the waterlogged Hazana. She was a shell of herself, in complete disbelief. As the Hazana approached the harbor, she saw a large ship on its way out. She shot off several flares of the ship before the 200-plus-foot vessel flashed its running lights and altered its course towards the yacht, pulling up alongside the Hazana. Realizing the state of both Tammy and the ship, the crew lowered down coffee and someone tossed her an apple. Quickly, the ship towed her inside the reef, and a Coast Guard auxiliary brought the Hazana to land. Pulling into the Big Island's Hilo Harbor, Tammy wept. She was saved. Nearly a decade later, Tammy met another blue-eyed man at a dance. His name was Eddie Ashcraft, and the two married in 1994 and had two children. Tragically, their 22-year-old daughter, Kelly Ashcraft, died in 2017 as a result of accidental carbon monoxide poisoning, as if this woman needed any more tragedy in her life. While Tammy, from my research, seems happy, she is not without her demons. Tammy said in multiple interviews that she still dreams about Richard and looks for him everywhere. With the memory of her fiancé haunting her, Tammy wrote her memoir, Red Sky and Morning, which was eventually published in 2002. Among the book's admirers were screenwriters Aaron and Jordan Kendall, who turned it into a screenplay. Called Adrift, the film adaptation starred Shailene Woodley as Ashcraft and Sam Claflin as Sharp. Though she admits she never went to therapy, Tammy did start to heal, slowly but surely. And through everything that she had been through, she unbelievably kept on sailing. Quote, I just love it, Tammy told the Chicago Tribune. I'm passionate about it. I kind of parallel the hurricane to being in a car accident. You get back in the car, or like they say, back on the horse. She went on to become a 100-ton licensed captain, credit, with more than 50,000 offshore miles to her credit. Though Tammy's love affair with her fiancé had tragically ended, this episode's real love story, to me, might be between Tammy and the sea. To this day, according to her Facebook page, Tammy lives in Friday Harbor, Washington. Her profile picture shows a happy woman with long blonde hair perched with her dog inside of a life raft, smiling triumphantly, navigating the raft into the deep blue ocean. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey. 
Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.